Hey guys, this is Dr. Ashley Dawson, and I'm super excited to share my journey with you and what it takes to build this startup from the ground up. I hope that my story adds value to your practice, career, and even your life. I also hope that you can learn from the successes and challenges because boy, will there be challenges ahead. So buckle up and join me on this journey. Are you ready for this season? Let's do this. What's up, Ashley? Hey, Michael. How's it going? It's going pretty good. You sound really good now. It's because I have this brand new Yeti microphone. Five <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, star review. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it, I mean, it's always been good, but I'm like, it sounds pretty cool now. Awesome. How's it? <laughs> How's it? It's like toward the end of the day for you or not really? Yeah, it is. And I was able to get my dog walker to come back a second time today to let my dog out and feed her dinner. So um, I'll head home after this, but it's, it's still light out. So it feels early to me. Dog walker. You yeah. have to pay like, is that expensive? Um, let's see for her drop-in visits. It's maybe like 17 to 20 is the range. Uh, we just moved here not too long ago, so we have to have a new dog walker, but I think she's around maybe like 20. Um, but my husband decided that this was a great time to go out of town. So that's why I have to have someone take her out because we Uh don't have a dog door yet. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. 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 Oh, that's like a new place. Trusting someone's been like, Hey, go on my home, take out my dog. Yeah. But it does help. They give a report card after each visit and I do have a camera inside my house as well. So oh. I feel like that helps a little bit. That's perfect. Then. Yeah, that's perfect. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. So today you were doing, I mean, we'll, we'll jump into it right now. I know right now this episode, we're going to be talking about the location and everything, but really quick today, you were all day in your practice. Yeah. So we've been training pretty much all week, except for on Tuesday. So I have been here since 8 a.m. And um, yeah, just getting my team together, getting them onboarded. We did a lot of training with Flex. Um, We had someone come out for like our hand pieces, our equipment rep, um, just a lot of running around, but it's been fun. That's really cool. I mean, since 8 a.m., I I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I'm the type of guy who's like, I think I need a, a nap around midday. Like I know. And, but then you like realize all the things that you forgot to do. So then you wake back up and you're like, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. So <laughs> and you're like stupid nap. What did I, <laughs> I know, uh, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the location of your practice. Right. Um, and now this is probably one of the most, if not like humongous biggest things when like thinking about marketing and everything like that, because I mean, you can be in a pretty bad location. You can be in a good location, right? Right. How did you find your location? So um, I had a awesome broker that was actually able to find the location itself. But I um, started with, again, you know, been working with ideal practices. So pulling a demographic report and just getting idea of the different neighborhoods. Um, I think Charlotte's not as bad as some places, but it's getting pretty saturated in certain areas. And so it was obviously really important to find a good spot where it's like, I'm going to be happy in, you know, the type of patients, but also not be super saturated. So I used to live in Chapel Hill. So it's about two hours from here. I would drive down on the weekends every now and then just to kind of get a feel for the neighborhoods and see what, you know, where I felt attracted to. 
And my friend has a practice actually down the street as well. So I had helped her move into her office about two years ago. So I was able to kind of drive around. Initially, I didn't really like this area. I was like, oh, I can't wait to open my own down here because I probably wouldn't open it here because there were just some <laughs> real country parts of this little town. So what, um, is that? what does that mean? Yeah, it's just like lots of farmland, got horses, like just, you know, big spaced out yards and, you know, some like older buildings that uh-huh. look like it's, you know, just been there for forever. And I was like, uh, I don't know, this looks a little like, you know, it looks to me like a little bit more run down in some some parts. But then you have like some other really awesome areas, like some million dollar homes, like, you know, or like maybe 700,000 to like a million dollar, like in a couple neighborhoods. And so it really went from, you know, uh, like smaller houses to, you know, bigger, more disposable income. So it really has a little bit of everything. And I didn't realize that at the time until I kind of dug into like the numbers and the demographics and drove around a little bit more of this area. Uh, Yeah. And it wasn't super saturated, which I like. Like people have been growing, coming here. It's not super commercial. Uh, I'm technically in Matthews, but in the town of Mint Hill, but Matthews is like super saturated. Like there's tons of dentists stacked on top of each other. And over here, there's a lot of just like neighborhoods. So you're in Mint Hill. I'm in the town of Mint Hill, but technically my address is Matthews, but I'm like right on the border. How, how far is like the closest GP to you or like the other? Yeah. Yeah. So the closest GP is about 0.8 miles away. Okay. Do they know you or no? Uh, I've been driving around like you know, meeting people, the orthodontist, he gave me like an ice cream. He's like, Hey, like we have ice cream in the office. So he, um, he gave me some like food and I was like, okay, perfect. We're going to be best friends. I can come here on a hot day. Wait, um, he has his own, yes, own ice cream? serve in his office. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is so cool. Wow. I love it. So when you get your braces off, you get like an ice cream and I sent a picture oh. to my husband. He's like, Ash, it's 10 a.m. I'm like, I know, but it's chocolate ice cream. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. So have you gone yeah. to the GP though or no? Um, I've only gone to a couple of GPs, but I do need to try to make my rounds and introduce because I want to make sure, you know, make sure people know that this is a team effort. You know, I'm not here to have like a malicious relationship or a negative relationship with people. So, yeah, but I actually have been temping as well. I don't know if I mentioned that in a previous episode. So, and I kind of did that on purpose because I'm new to the area. So I'm like, okay, I need to like make a name for myself. So I've gone to maybe like four, maybe four offices now, just so like people know that like, I'm a nice person. I'm a good dentist. And so I've been meeting people that way as well. Like GPs. Man, that's, that's super good. I I think that's really good. Have you ever thought of the, like the consequence of that in the sense of like, what if there's a really irritable, bad patient that's like, you know what I'm talking about? One of those Yelp reviewers that. Oh, like for like when I'm temping. Yeah. Honestly, like they barely even know your name. I mean, I, I wear my, my name on my lab jacket, my white coat, but mm-hmm. there aren't really many angry patients. I've had a lot of great patients. And if you're angry, honestly, we're just, you know, you can choose who you want to work with. I'll just be like, you know what, you know, I'll just wait for, for your main doctor to get here. I'll take a look and see what we can do. Gotcha. gotcha. Just keep it limited. I like how you were driving around and you were like, oh, Smallville, farmland. I don't know about this place. And then 
you saw the mansions and you were like, maybe, maybe we can make this work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sadly, but you know what? And there was like a, a lot in between, which I like, because I don't want like too many, like if I was in say LA driving around these huge mansions and you know, you're going to have a different expectation level. I feel like with some sometimes unrealistic expectation level with, um, you know, people that I feel like come for a little bit more money, not always, but Mm -hmm. you know, this is just a different mindset. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. And then who's your friend that you were helping move? Yeah. So I I think you actually interviewed her on Dr. Shalini Komodia. Oh yes. Shalini and Shannon. Uh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yes. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're close. You said S. So yeah. (laughs) I've, I've actually had them on the show. I think uh, on the Dental Marketer podcast. Uh, yes. Twice I when actually, they were opening. Yeah, they, they've been doing well. They're literally maybe 1.2 miles away from me. And um, we we got together, Shalini and I, a couple of weeks ago. But she said, she mentioned she was on your podcast. And she was like, yeah, we didn't really know what to say. And, you know, we had just <laughs> opened. <laughs> yeah. No, they did really fantastic. Wow, yeah. that's so good that they're doing good. So how yeah. far are they from you? Yeah, so literally like 1.2 miles. They're They're three minutes away. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause they, they are Mint Hill, right? Actually their practice yeah. is Mint Hill smiles. They're right across from downtown Mint Hill. Like the town, um, was it the town hall? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the mindset that you guys have or that you have is more of what you're not like, cause I like the fact that you're not thinking like, Oh my gosh, it's so saturated. They're here too. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's different. It is. Um, well, when I was looking in areas, you know, I, I reached out to Shalini and she was, she's always been so helpful. We, again, used to practice in Binghamton for about two years and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of looking at maybe Mint Hill. And she's like, yeah, like this is a great area. She was never like, what? Like, what do you mean? She's like, perfect. We can go grab lunch together. Like, she's very welcoming. And like I said, like all the other areas were either really saturated or, you know, the type of patients that I, I wasn't really looking into. And so this is really the only like best option. I'm super thankful that I ended up finding one place here because the other location that was available was in like a really funky, it wasn't even like a square. Like that's what I wanted to look for when I, I looked for a space to make sure that the floor plan made sense. It was like a weird triangle, like tucked behind this dollar general. And it was right across the street from Shalini. Uh, uh-huh. But I was like, no, it's going to be too hard to, to find a good floor plan. So this is the only other good option. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And then, yeah, um, it, yeah we'll talk about, I, I do want to get into the floor plan of, sure. of how you did everything in a little bit, but um, that's interesting. Yeah. But good, good for you. Good for Shalini too. And Stephanie for doing really good. Didn't, I think Shalini just, was it her or somebody who got married recently? Oh yeah. She just got married uh, not this past year, but the year before, does it feel, oh no, this past year, because it was on Zoom. And so I was able to Zoom in and she got married on a mountaintop. <gasps> you got the Zoom invite and I didn't? I know. I don't know. I mean, you can have unlimited people. So I don't know. Maybe it's in your spam. Shalini. Jeez. <laughs> my gosh. Anyways, because of that, we're changing the subject. <laughs> but okay. So you found the location. Is it okay if we dive into the demographics now? Yeah. Let me and. And let's let's look at that. Let's talk about what would have been a make it or break it for you with the demographics. Um, I think honestly, like the ratio 
Uh, I didn't want it to be super saturated. So, and I don't know how accurate because I'll be honest, Ideal does do a little bit of different, like they don't use, I forget the name that Breakaway gives you. They don't use that one. They use kind of like multiple formulas to give you a summary page. So, Mm -hmm. um, so my ratio in my area, this is talking about a three mile radius. There are 13 other general dentists in a population of 35,735. So my ratio, which is, which is about, um, 2749 per dentist, which I think in breakaway, he talks about getting to like close, like as close to 3000 as possible. But I know like some places like my, um, friend that's going to be opening up in, in the Northeast. I think she's like closer to like 16 to 1700 people per dentist. Wow. 16 to 1700 per dentist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then with this demographics ideal told you like, it's a good, it's a good one. Go ahead and do it. Or do they even advise you guys with that? Or is it just like, here it is. It's up to you. Yeah, no, they, they definitely kind of like go through the numbers. Like this is what it means. Um, yeah. So they were like, yeah, you know, based on these three neighborhoods, cause I, I gave them three initial neighborhoods to start with. And this definitely looked the best. Uh, I think the other ones were, weren't too far off. I think maybe one was maybe like 1900. The other one was like maybe 2100. And then this one was 27 to 49. What were the other three neighborhoods? Um, I forget because I'm still new to this area. I think it was, um, Bell, was it Belmont? Um, well, I think Huntersville was definitely one because I fell in love with this one space before I even knew the actual numbers. So then they kind of like backtracked like, yeah, this is I think that was like 16 or 1700 in Huntersville, which is like right next to the lake, Lake Norman. Mm. Um, but I loved, oh, that's was like, let me not get attached to this space. It was like, honestly, it was like beautiful. It was like brick, had like the black window panes, but it was more competitive. So I was like, you know what? I need to do what makes the most sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. So then let's talk about your mindset of that and and making the decision. Did you first decide like the type of patients you wanted to see and then did a demographics test or you got the location and now you're like, okay, let's, let's see what, what we can find here. Um, yeah. So I pretty much already had an idea of the type of patient because I feel like the last maybe like four years since I wanted to open my own, I've been trying to find that avatar, you know, that ideal patient and just kind of writing it down and then just keeping track of like days that I have that were great at, you know, as an associate, I'm like, oh, I really loved what we did today. I had so much fun. Like what type of patients were, were they and what kind of procedures were I doing, was I doing? And so I was trying to like, kind of keep track of that, at least have an idea of like, okay, what's consistent, you know, between like working in upstate New York versus in North Carolina. And it was like, Honestly, like maybe guys, like men from like 45 to 50, sometimes even 60 year old, um, like kind of in that area. I, I like kids, but I think that those are my most stressful days is trying to like beg a 12 year old that's like kicking and screaming to do one occlusal on like a primary tooth. I'm like, okay, that was terrible. I'm obviously <laughs> not enjoying this. So let me, that's what I need to shy away from. Yeah. That's good. So you journaled or like you kept track of as an associate? Yeah, it wasn't super detailed, but I was like, hey, like, you know, I need to start keeping track of this because, I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and they say, like, try to pay attention to the days that you like really loved it. You came home, you're beaming, smiling. Like, what were you doing? What procedures? 
What did your patient look like? Where do they, where are they from? Where do they work? How much money do they make? What kind of car do they drive? Like that's going to be your ideal patient. So break it down to me then. What is your exact ideal patient? You said it was men a little bit older. Yeah. So if I had to be as specific as possible, so probably a white male around maybe like I would say 50 to 55. Um, they are either have like a little bit of early retirement or about to retire, probably business, uh, white collar drives a BMW or like a Lexus or whatnot. And yeah, like business people. And they're like, you know, the presentation is important. They need to, you know, they want a straighter smile or they have like a lot of attrition. They want to like talk about, or like some whitening. They want to talk about some of the aesthetic things, but they're not super picky. Like I love, obviously I'm a woman, but sometimes women can kind of hone in. I mean, for the most part, we're pretty detailed. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of men aren't as detailed. And so they're kind of happy with an improvement. They're not like, it has to be perfect. Yeah. You know? I like how you saved it right there where you were like, yes. well, I'm pretty detailed. And then yeah. I'm like, we're, oh. we're just detailed <laughs> creatures. So we look, you, we're like, oh, that one corner might need to be, and, you know, for the yeah. most part, these patients are like, oh, that's great. It's wider. It's straighter. Awesome. I can function. Cool. I'm good to go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. So then out of the three neighborhoods, you were looking at the Belmont, Huntersville, Matthews or slash Mint Hill. Matthews and Mint Hill was the one. That had all that. Yeah. And so technically Mitt Hill is way better because when you look at Matthews, like the city of Matthews, it's super, it's saturated. Like you don't want to go there, but that's why like I'm, I'm right on the cusp, you know, like I'm not in the mix. Like if you go maybe like a mile or two down, there's going to be at least like five, six, seven dentists within like that short, you know, small, small region. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So then you, you thought of this ideal patient, right? And then you, you provided this to the, the consultant or the ideal practices, right? And then they're the right. ones who decided to do the demographics studies and said, this is where it's going to be at right here. Breakaway, I forget the name of it, but you start out with kind of like these hot spots. They have like little circles of like, hey, like these are the radius. This is the radius here. This is how many people are in this area. And you kind of like narrow down into your small little circle and then you run the, the more specific numbers in that area after you get kind of a general assessment of, um, you know, your, your breakdown. So then that's when we were like, okay, Huntersville and like this specific area, like these streets, this neighborhood, this looks the best, you know, in this grid. Okay. Let's kind of focus in more detail. Like what does this neighborhood look like? But of course you, it's challenging. You may find like the perfect place and then there's just zero commercial space there. Cause that's what happened is I, I was like, right again on the borders, a little bit more like maybe South, Southwest of where mm-hmm. I'm currently. It was like, perfect. It was great. Like, you know, numbers look awesome, but there's, it's all residential. There's zero commercial there. So obviously that's not going to work. Then you have mm-hmm. to kind of like back up a little bit and make it happen. Yeah. You don't think in those scenarios, could we just get like some land and then build it from the ground up or no? Oh, that zoning, if it's not zoned for it, then nope. <laughs> How what goes in does is there a lot involved in that the zoning thing? I don't know much about zoning at all, but I just know that you just have certain zones where you can have, you know, your residential, your commercial space and 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 of course like some places go through rezoning which I don't know how long that takes, but I don't know much about zoning, but I just know that I mean, you just can't build in a place that's not zoned properly for it. Yeah. I remember always thinking you could, but then 
yeah. when I try doing stuff, it's like, nope. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, same thing. You're like, why can't I build something here? I don't understand. You know, it's like, yeah. it'd be perfect, but can't. <laughs> it'd be perfect. Okay. Got you. So then visibility, would you say right now your practice is uh, paint us a picture? Like it looks a lot of foot traffic, a lot of traffic, traffic, not really that much. Um, so I love my location, but I am in kind of a little bit of a weird corner. So at the end of my unit, there used to be a dentist there for about 15 years. And that's the unit that's closest to the main road, which I did the the traffic reports about 22,000 cars a day that drive on that road. It's literally right there. Um, he sold his practice, he retired and he like sold his chart to think like maybe like a year or so ago. And so they wanted me to be in that space, but it was a little bit smaller than I wanted. So I think it was like maybe 19, 18 or 1900 feet. And they weren't, they didn't want to give that to me because they were going to maybe tear that part down and uh, create like a, a pass through. And they don't want me to have to, you know, up and move. So I'm a little bit further. So I guess if you're looking at a map and say that there's like a T, so there's like a line on the top and then a line on the bottom, I'm part of like the vertical part of the T. Um, okay. closest to the top. So I'm like kind of in that like little corner and oh. then like in between the top line, like the top horizontal line and the vertical line, there's a road that goes in between there. And you're in the corner. Yeah. So I'm like in the corner and I have a neighbor behind me, which sucks. I don't have a rear entrance. I only have like a separate team entrance. So it's like of the vertical line, there's businesses on both sides. Gotcha. So, so if you were to do like, like, let's just say you were to open your door put an A-frame sign outside where people see it? Um, Not from that 22,000, like, people road, but there's an entrance. If I look outside my door, there's an entrance right on the opposite side into the shopping center, and a lot of people go into that entrance, drive straight through, and then on the opposite side is a grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I want it to be on the other side. That, that's the space I looked at initially, um, but it was a 4,000-square-foot space, and they didn't want to, to divide it. So then this was kind of like the next best option. Gotcha. And then how's the parking situation? Um, Great. We have plenty of parking. Um, They just opened up like an Italian ice on the corner. So like sometimes people are like sitting in the drive through, which sometimes can kind of come out into where our parking lot is. But like people sitting there can like see it. But we have plenty of parking. Not an issue. That was definitely one of the, thing, the main things looked into because I know people have a lot of issues with the parking spaces. So we got plenty of parking. That's good. Yeah. I know Ashley Ahova's had like, she's still having uh, issues with her parking. I know. I remember thing. listening to that episode. I'm like, oh, when she was talking about it initially. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that you guys, because if you, you plan to grow and everything like that, that's going to be, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So then that's the whole side of the location, right? Of how you found it and everything like that. Yep. So now that we got, we kind of talked about that today, you are how many days out till opening? Uh, let's see. Today is July 1st. So 11 days. July 12th is our first day. Jeez. So today you were all day in the practice. What were you doing? Uh, finishing up our flex training. So there were um, three sessions because I'm going to be doing the flex pay. So just going over Flexbook, getting that set up for our online scheduling. My website is officially live today. Um, so super excited about that. So we have our online scheduling tool. Um, and just opening boxes with my team, um, going over hand pieces, starting to get everything organized. We finally got a couple of people scheduled. Of course, hopefully we'll get more people scheduled, but I was pretty excited. We got our first two on the books after my um, 
because we had some calls coming in before the space was done. I had the open dental. So I got their phone number and stuff like that. So we still have a few more people to call, but we officially have two people in the books. Oh, cool. Yep. Um, yeah. We're just, how, did that, how did that feel? Were you like, oh my God, this is real. This is happening. Yeah. I told my sister, I was like, oh my God, I think Haley's scheduling our first patient. <laughs> she was like, shh. I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, you're like, let's go to the ortho office and get ice cream to celebrate. I know, <laughs> celebrate. Exactly. That's so, so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, really quick, I wanted to ask, and we'll jump into the, uh, this in a different episode, but with Flex and Flex Book, is that the whole reason you got Flex? Because of Flex Book? Um, that's one of the main reasons, but I love like their online forms and how it automatically populates into the patient chart for open dental. Um, I like that flex pay and like how they present the treatment plans. I feel like it looks really clean and easy and patient can go ahead and sign it, go ahead and submit to pay, see what their options are. Everything's just really, you know, clean and everything's right in one place. Um, that I think that that, I just love that workflow. Was it hard? The training? Like how long was it? today with flex. um so we did <clears throat> one hour and a half training one hour training and then one it's supposed to be 30 minutes but it's probably more like 20 minutes for the flex pay got you do you yeah. feel like it's easy to understand your whole team got it or were you like we're probably gonna need another training so one of my teammates um my my team members she's like on top of it when it comes to computers open dental she's young she's i think she's 23 and then I have a uh, 40, I think, I think my assistant is like 45 or 48. So she's, she don't know nothing about computers. She's like, oh, she can barely <laughs> clock in and out. I swear to you, like my, uh, my friend has girls, she has to like help her. So she's going to need a little bit more work on how to click things. But at least my front <laughs> desk is going to be doing most of like the flex stuff. I just need to get my assistant pretty good at the, um, at open dental, which she's getting better, but we're definitely, I realize I'm going to put some time aside, sit down with her. Like we'll practice. The, the team member who's a little older, uh-huh. um, she's a, how'd you find her? So I found her on Facebook actually. So I listed the Facebook ad and then she had messaged me. And you said, I want you to work for me because what, what was that? What was the reason why? Um, so we, she was actually, let's see here. It's hard to find an assistant right now, first of all. So I was like, oh my God, someone wants to apply for this. Okay. Let's talk. (laughs) So we, she was the only one that I was, no, I met with another girl in person, but I felt like she was just really sweet, really nice. Whereas the other assistant, she was good, but she was already kind of talking crap about offices. She's like, I don't know. Some girl took my job after I trained her. Like she was bitter and she was just like, yeah, so I don't want to train somebody, you know, and then they're going to take my job. So it's just, I was already like, okay, you already have a bad attitude. Yeah. Whereas this assistant, she was really nice, really sweet. She's got 17 years of dental experience and, but she's not like, oh, I know everything and I can't learn something, but she's confident, but she still wants to learn new things, which I think was great. Watch, she's the one who's going to blow all of our minds. She's oh, yeah. going to be like, oh my gosh, can right. you teach us now? And Exactly. And she's super knowledgeable and she's put together offices before. She was with one office and I think one of the doctors got sick and then she ended up going to a corporate office and then 
Um, I guess when that doctor, one of the doctors she worked with got fired all of a sudden, they let her go as well. So then she was just working. She's worked at this diner since 1992. So she just goes back to the diner and they're like, oh, Lori, what's going on now? You know, (laughs) like, yeah, I'm looking for a job. And then she found us. So she's excited to be. I'm excited to have her. She's she's really sweet. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so (laughs) then this today, your whole team did training on flex. And then what else you said? Um, We did training on moolah. And how to understand about the credit card processing. We have a handheld device. Um, Point P-O-Y-N-T is the, I guess, like the processing company and like the website to um, see what our credit card transactions are. But um, I guess it's through the company's moolah, whereas like the actual hardware and website is Mint or not Mint, Point. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then, oh yeah, and then we went over hand pieces. Oh, and then my cassettes and all that. So that I was like, we did something else. So we had the the rep from Hugh Freedy come out because um, they do have a thirty percent discount on your first order. Well, at least now they do. If you've what? been out of residency uh, less than five years. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, you tell me that. Yep. So, um, so that's why I ended up going with them. Cause I, I got a rebate and they have a, a program called green light that helps you with a lot of like the infection control protocols and everything. So, um, that's included as well. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so that was a disaster because half of our boxes weren't <laughs> here and she was about to have a, a heart attack. I had to like calm her down. Cause she was panicking. I was like, okay, it's going to be okay. Like, this is why I'm starting two weeks before I open. Who was the, who was having a heart attack? Like the Hugh Freedy rep. She was like, oh my God, I called him yesterday and they said that only these things were back ordered. Now we have like, we're missing like five boxes and we only have like four out of the nine. And so yeah. she's trying to like get stuff out of her car. She's trying to put together a basic cassette. She's like, okay, you need at least to have this. And I just ordered some explorers on honestly on eBay because we have zero, everything's back ordered. And I hope that they get here in time when we open. So how, how much was that right now that what you were? Did you order that or no? The he free stuff? No, the Explorers. The Explorer, yeah, I ordered it. I think I got three for like seven dollars on eBay. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. have you been thinking about the budget or? But $7 yeah, is no, like, it was yeah. it was cheap eBay, and I'm like, honestly, again, it's one of those things. But once, I mean, I have to keep my receipt. But once I do receive everything from Hugh Freedy, I can always um, return it. Or well, obviously, if I don't if I don't use it and it comes in time then obviously I can return it. But if I do, then I might be stuck with it. It was only like $6. Yeah. I think I could splurge. Do you, (laughs) I need to splurge. I know stop getting free ice cream at the, (laughs) right. (laughs) How does your um, team look right now? Do they feel prepared, ready, or do you think they, they feel overwhelmed? Um, I think that they feel fine because we still, we still have some time. Um, I think they feel pretty ready again like my front desk girl she's just like takes it as it come you know I'll, I'll figure it out and my assistant she's like super OCD everything needs to be organized so we're still working on making sure we have everything but you know I'm, I'm getting a list is literally something every day like small things that that we need but they've been they've been communicating well and they know that it's a startup and I think that's the biggest thing is managing expectations with your team and just let them know like we are not going to have everything figured out on the first day we're not even going to try, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. try, but, but like, don't be disappointed if like we have to figure some things out. Like this is, this is how it's going to be until we can get to our flow. So as long as everybody knows that, I think we're good. 
Like, don't get frustrated. We'll get it figured out. How are you, are you getting frustrated or do you feel overwhelmed or anything like that or now? I definitely feel overwhelmed, but I can't show that in my face. I have to <laughs> stay calm and there's definitely a lot. But um, a while ago, like I used to be really stressed. I used to get like chest pains, like heart palpitations and like maybe like maybe five, six years ago, like I used to stress out so bad. And even though it was a joke, I know I might've mentioned it before. My husband got me the book said how to stop stressing and how to start living. I think it might be by Carnegie as a Mm -hmm. joke, but I read it on our honeymoon and I've been able to like manage my stress and like, whether it's meditation, taking deep breaths or just thinking of like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I think that that's, I needed to read that to prepare for this experience probably. (laughs) Did you used to stress like that a lot? Like with with your past and and things that were happening? All the time. Like my dad's like, you're going to give yourself a heart attack because I used to stress about every small little thing in my life. Like, would you overthink or or what? Oh, like, yeah. I would work myself up. I would overthink it. Like, even after I read that book, I realized that, like, when I would go to practice dentistry, I was stressed about the schedule. Like, oh, what's on there? Oh, is so-and-so going to be, is that going to be an adjustment? I was, like, my heart was pounding. And then, like, you know, they'll end up on the schedule. I used to get anxiety. I mean, I feel like as a new dentist, you're like, oh, wh- why are they on the, why are they coming back? And you're like, oh, my oh, God, yeah. did their crown come out? And then they're like, oh, I just need a bite adjustment. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) So you went to like worst case scenario. Yes, all the time. So what'd you learn or what do, what are you doing right now in order to like kind of calm down? Yeah, I mean, obviously like just in general, just surround yourself by like people that are going to support you so that, you know, you're going to have to blow off some steam and like talk about things that are going to be frustrating, but you're not the only one that's going through it. So just kind of share each other's stories. Like with my friend that's going through, try to look for a location. She's got her own stresses so we can kind of talk about it. But also again, like worst case scenario, like I'm like, okay, if I can't get this tooth out, worst case scenario, yes, the patient might be upset and pissed, but just acknowledge it. Like, yeah, this is, this sucks. Like I'm, I mean, it doesn't happen often, knock on wood, Mm because I know how to like choose cases, but worst case scenario, you send them to the oral surgeon. You'll figure it out. There's always a solution to something. You just have to be creative in finding that solution and not to panic. And same thing with like patients where they have a difficult case. Like you don't have to figure it out right this moment. It's okay to tell them, you know what? This is a challenging task, you know, challenging case. Let me go ahead and get you scheduled again. Let's let's get you back and we'll talk about it further. I need to do some research or consult with my colleagues. Like it's okay. It's okay to say those things. Yeah, And I used to think that I needed to have the answers every moment. So, yeah. Do you think in gymnastics, do they, I'm sure they teach you like, hey, everything, every, every like routine, right. Has to almost be like close to perfect, I guess. Or am I wrong? Oh, a hundred percent. And when you fall, you like look at your coach's face and you're like, dang, I just disappointed them. Really? Yeah, when you're like on the floor, you like fell or whatever, you're tumbling past and you step out of bounds, you look at their face and you're just like, oh, no, I got to keep going this routine. But like that sucks. (laughs) So then do you think that's kind of a little bit here in the same scenario? Yeah, I think so. It's just like, you know, you don't want to disappoint. That's what I'm saying. If you fall, who who do you look at immediately then? I mean, I just kind of block that out now. I just kind of like, you know, if I fall, something happens, like I don't look for looks of disappointment because then you're going to find that. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I just like look at myself and I'm like, okay, like that was a learning experience. That's okay. Like you're supposed to, you know, you're not going to land everything. You're not going to land every pass. You're not going to be perfect and everything. And like accepting that has just been, I think the biggest thing for me. Cause when you're younger and like your coach is disappointed, you're like, it's hard to accept that. It's like, okay, I disappointed them. Like that sucks as a kid. You always look for validation from other people. Well, at least I did for my coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now, like I don't look for, I don't have to have that validation as often, as long as I know I'm trying hard and that I'm taking things as a lesson. I don't have to have people pat me on my back and say, oh, you did a great job. You know, I mean, yeah. it's nice to have, who doesn't want that? That's true. Yeah, you're right. But Everybody it's not, it. it's not crucial. It's not mandatory for me anymore. That's good, man. That's really, really good that you've kind of, free- that's so crazy though, that I mean, you could have like twisted your ankle, broken your wrist or anything, but you like immediately look at your coach, you know? Oh, like, oh yeah. Like- my senior year of high school, I dislocated my knee and my elbow during our state championship, my oh. senior year. And I'm like on the floor, they had to like stop the music and everything. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, my coach, obviously she's concerned, but she's like, dang, we just, cause we had one state twice in a row. We got runner up the year before, and this is our year to like win. And I fell. <laughs> you fell? During state. While, like, while your routine, like the official during routine? During the routine, during the first stunt. And they had oh, to stop man. the music. I'm like, oh no, Ash. Dang. Why, yeah. what, where did you feel like you messed up there? Oh, I just, I think I got nervous and I was a flyer. This is why I don't fly anymore. I purposely, honestly fell after that during practices. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go up in the air anymore. I'd rather just base people. This is scary. So I think like my hip just came out and then it was a lib. So you're like standing on one leg and the other leg is like your knee is up and like your toes to your knee. And I think my hip came out and I just fell and I stepped out and then my knee went and then my elbow and then my elbow went because the guy didn't catch me. I was a co-ed stunt. And then, yeah. And then I watched them go back out there when I was in the hospital and like redo the routine. (laughs) It's all the guy's fault. Don't, I know, he didn't right? catch you. What yeah. the hell? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's all his fault. I wow, know. man. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, do you feel like some of that, I mean, now that it's changed, right? It's changed yeah. now in your perspective because you're like, I don't really need that anymore. Yeah. Cause that definitely can be makes tough. an impact. Yeah. Sure. Cause you, you don't, I mean, you kind of live your whole life almost being like, I don't want to disappoint, but then you're like, Oh wait, what about me? I never thought about yeah. me, you know? Yeah. I mean, it took a long time to get to this point. So, and there's still a journey ahead, but I think that the little tips and tricks have helped me along the way for sure. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. So then what's next? What's happening next? Um, so we have more training tomorrow. I think we're going over, um, how to submit a claim. Uh, next week we are going to just kind of like finish getting everything, um, put away and organized you know, our marketing as far as like the SEO and like the Facebook ads and, and whatnot. I'm working with Wonderist. They're going to um, start deploying those. Now that our website is live and we have the online scheduling, I actually have referral pads. So I'm going to be giving those to the specialist. And I'm also going to be going to some urgent cares in the area because I realize that like when people come in for toothaches, they don't really have anyone to refer, you know, as far as a dentist. So, um, I, I worked through Vistaprint and I had a designer help me design my referral pads. Nice. So, How much was that? Um, uh, I think it was, uh, the design part, I think was like either five or $7. And then I have, I think maybe like 
nine pads, eight, either eight to 10 pads. And I think the total was like 60 something dollars. Oh, wow. Or maybe, Ooh. yeah, I may have like nine pads for like 60 something dollars. Okay. And I think that included the design as well, because that's the total I paid. You found the designer? Through Vistaprint. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, because I was like trying to do it on my own. I was like, oh, no, this is going to take me forever. So I was like, (laughs) you know, who can help me, you know, make this thing? So they um, pair you up with someone. You just chat with them on the phone, what your vision is, write down, you know, the things that you want on it, maybe some samples. And then I got like three revisions for free and then yeah so but definitely read it because there was a ton of typos in it I didn't even realize until I like really started looking at it um but yeah I think they look nice nice okay awesome so we're gonna be excited to hear about all that in the next episode coming up and we're also going to be discussing the floor plan and all that goes into it in the next episode as well so awesome Ashley sign us out thanks everyone for tuning in make sure you follow us And um, we have all the links below in the show notes, but follow me on Instagram at Ashley underscore DDS or at Dawson Modern Dentistry or find me on Facebook, Dawson Modern Dentistry. Thank you for tuning in. And this is the making of Dawson Modern Dentistry. Mm -hmm.